Hey everybody, welcome to the Wednesday night Zoom call, um, Thriving Lives podcast. I just shocked Renee right before I you see uh, my face red. I hit record. <laughs> I don't think anybody watches a YouTube of this, which is totally fine. But yeah, uh, your face did turn a little bit red when I said that. Hey, you're going to do the little intro. Um, anyway, though, so um, at well, once. Well, welcome today. Um, today we are uh, talking about a couple different things. Um, one of which is actually um, a post that my wife made today. She just shared like this um, this little quote, and I was like, that actually kind of sparked a good a good thought. So we'll talk about that today. Um, and that quote was actually, "Be patient when becoming someone you haven't been before." So we'll talk about that a little bit and kind of what that means uh, to to me, and then hopefully Renee as well. And then um, also want to talk about your guys' struggles, questions, anything else you guys need um, from us at the moment. Um, outside of that, though, Renee, how's your uh, past week been? Mm, pretty good, productive. Yeah. Um, you're working away on some, some new certifications. That's exciting. Yeah, doing that. Just to finish up. Um, I thought this would be my first four day week back in like three weeks, and now it's only been three days again because yesterday was the snow day. To to the gym, you mean, or to work? Uh, work. Oh, okay, I got you. Like I have only had like three days at work for the yeah. last like. Oh yeah, with the holidays I, and, and now the holidays. The yeah. Day. Um. So. It's been nice. I had a free day yesterday. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's about all. Nothing new to report, really. Nice. Other well, you, the gyms are crazy busy. Yeah. 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 Those um, new resolutioners, which is always good. I love seeing a, a busy gym. I don't like it being so packed that I can't get on anything, but yeah, I do like the I like the energy of a busy gym, and especially this time of year with all the new people in there. Um it's cool to see people in there. And then I like the energy of an empty gym. Yeah. Yeah. Like the free pick to do anything. Yeah. I mean, I, I like that as well. I like that as well, but, um, but yeah, no, um, snow day was our first snow day with, with Lola the past couple of days. Not that that really makes a difference for her. It's not like she has cool, <laughs> but, um, but Nicole didn't work yesterday in general. She has Tuesdays off. So we got to spend the day as a family. So that was nice. Um, but yeah, we kind of t- talked up before we, we hit record today. Um, today was kind of a shit show for me. Um, luckily I got my workout in first thing in the morning, which is a perk to going to the gym first thing in the morning, because mm-hmm. after I say, you know, kind of how the rest day went, I would have never gotten a workout in today. So by getting it done first thing, whenever you wake up, it is nice because there's less things are going to pop up the rest of the day. But, um, no, I mean, what was it? Our dog ate, he did this on Sunday. He ate parts of Nicole's breast pump. So we had to spend Sunday in the emergency vet, getting him to puke all that stuff up, making sure that there was no obstruction for him. Um, figured it was better to be preemptive versus wait for it to become an issue and then him have to have surgery or something like that. So luckily he was all right. But then today, her second, her backup pump, um, he got a hold of that one. Um, so had to deal with with that whole situation. Didn't have to take him to the vet today because the pieces that he did swallow were small rubber pieces. Um, but we just have gates that we now need to fully implement in the house and then he'll be able to stay away from all that stuff. But then I had to take her, take Lola up to um, uh, Nicole's work so that she could breastfeed because she didn't have her pumps to pump while she was at work and car wouldn't start um, because of the battery situation. So um, actually Nicole had to come back from work and I had to like keep Lola chill until Nicole got there. Cause she was pissed off. It was, it was feeding time. And then 
I tried maybe 10 more times over the course of the hour waiting on Nicole to get back there. And literally the car started as Nicole was pulling down the street. So that was a uh, wild timing, but yeah, then got the car into the shop. So it was, it was just a stressful day um, doing all that stuff. Like I said, I got my workout in nutrition stayed on point. You know, this would be a time where, um, and I even thought about this as well as how it would have been nice to just have other food off my plan just as a way to kind of curb that stress. But in the, in the grand scheme of things, it would have made no difference. It would have been a little bit more enjoyable in the moment to have something maybe off plan, um, you know, something more immediate, gratif you know, gratifying. But at this point in the day, I'm happy I didn't fall into that, that stress eating mentality um, that's so easy to do. Usually in those situations, you know, if you can say, okay, my thought right now is that I want to have whatever this cheat meal is or whatever the case is because of stress, just by saying, I'm going to wait an hour. And if I still want that in an hour, then I might have it. And usually once some time passes, you know, you kind of get past the the emotional side of things. And then you're, you're like, I don't, I, I, I didn't need that. You know, I'm, I'm much happier just having whatever that food is. Uh, I have a few people that, you know, um, have vending machines at their jobs and they're kind of do the same thing in the middle of a stressful day. They're always used to going to that vending machine as their stress relief, you know, a little five minutes to them, little, little five minutes of happiness, eating whatever that from the vending machine but um, what I told those people to implement, it's kind of that same thing, a little five minute rule. Anytime you feel the need to go have that vending machine snack is just set a timer for five minutes. And at the end of that five minutes, if you still really want that snack, then go have it. And more times than not, once you've sat there, you kind of got out of that emotional mind, you know, after five minutes or 10 minutes, you're like, I don't really need that, you know, and, and that would have just compounded that stress as well, because then you'd have been like, damn, I didn't need to have that. I shouldn't have had that, you know, that screwed up my macros for the day or whatever the case is. So that was kind of my thought with it, but getting, getting away from kind of uh, my, you know, rough day and whatnot, but that I still controlled. Um, let's first talk about uh, before we open up the floor for any questions, that quote that I mentioned at the beginning. So be patient when becoming someone you haven't been before. Um, I think that speaks to most people in TLF, not everybody, but I would say most people is you're, you're venturing on new things. Um, maybe you're, you, you've always wanted to be the person that is, is confident, that feels good, that has good energy, that's fit, that, you know, um, can wear certain clothes or whatever the case is, you know, you, you insert your own picture of that. You're trying to become this person that you might not have ever been before. And if you have been, it, maybe it's been a little while. And, and the, the key with that is being patient and getting there. Um, and you also have to recognize that you're going to have to do things different than what you've done in the past to become somebody new that you've never been before. And I feel like that's something I think too, that I've touched on when I say like, I'm building her. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what that is. Yeah. Is, 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 is you're, you're trying to become this new person. Um, so yeah. Um, Renee, is, is that kind of what you're, you, you would take away from that quote as well? Yeah, I would say, um, I always, uh, like the best way I think to think about it is to build that person you have to do the things that that person would do it's like you can't expect to be that person without putting your whole like heart and soul into becoming that person but at the same time you're not just going to drop habits that you've had forever overnight so like, you have to be patient with it but at the same time like you just have to commit to being that person um and I think too it comes with like just different like identities, I would say too. Um, like when I was like building myself to be like a fitness girly too, like I was a, like very into like the 5 a.m. workouts. Like that was my identity. That was my life. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of funny. I'm 
I don't really do 5am workouts anymore. Um, but I still have that like version of her that I built that is like the gym is still there. Um, so I think when you're building different like identities of yourself, you have to be patient. It has to kind of like be a gray area. Um, it's not entirely like black and white. So I would say the patience comes in with the gray area instead of the black and white. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, well, and, and you kind of touched on this too, but you know, we're all coming into TLF with ingrained mindsets and habits and things that, I mean, if you're 20 years old or if, you know, then you have 20 years of rewiring your brain to, to, to kind of overcome if you're 40 or 50, then you have even more. And, you know, I would say the average 40, 50 year old, at least that, that, that I know outside of TLF, they would probably say that I am who I am at this point in my life. Like I'm not making any changes and that could be nutrition wise. That could be, you know, thoughts in the world, whatever the case is. Um, but I, I don't know. I hope that, at, you know, I'm 30 years old right now, but I hope that when I'm 40, when I'm 50, when I'm 60 and 70, I don't have that same thought that I am just who I am. I feel like we should always be trying to evolve, evolve in some way um, and get better in some way, shape or form. And I don't think there's a, there's an age limit to, to wanting to do that. Um, but in this situation right here, you know, being patient to, to become somebody that you haven't before, you're, you're going to have slip ups again, if you have 30 or 40 years of, of habits and mindsets, and you saw your parents do things certain ways and, and, uh, just effects on your entire life have led up to this point as well. You're going to have slip ups and you're going to have those moments off. And what you can't do is say that I'm not who, who I wanted to be when, and if when- you were that person you wouldn't be becoming them either. Like you would already be who you were. Yeah. Um, Like I'm sure Nicole probably shared it in around the factor of like her becoming a mom. Mm -hmm. And I think there's like trial time within anything, but like if Nicole is already a perfect mom, she wouldn't have to become a mom. I don't know if I'm making, if that's making sense, but like in anything, whoever you're trying to become, like you're not them yet. So you have to, go through the trial and error to be more solid in that role. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, and and to speak on, you know, your, your example of of my wife, Nicole becoming a mom. um, I mean, yes, there's some things that were just like automatic, you know, nature kind of took over in terms of some of those mom, mom roles and thoughts and, and, and instincts of that nature. Yeah, exactly. Instincts. That was what I was looking for, but a lot of it was also trial and error. And a lot of that was, us reflecting every single day on how the day went and learning from the wins and the losses of each day and each week. Um, and that kind of paved the way to getting to, to this point where we feel comfortable with her being back at work and, and things are going smooth outside of the boss and the car situation like today. Um, that definitely threw a wrench into things, but, but again, though, you know, that that's an instance where she could feel like, Oh my God, we're failing at this. And in reality, no, like life just threw us a shitty hand today and we overcame it and we're, we're doing just fine. And Lola's taken care of and boss are right and all that good stuff. So but yeah, it, it, it's going to take us time to kind of get where we want to. And so that's just the biggest thing is that, you know, in terms of progress in everywhere, whether it's the stock market or it's your weight or it's, you know, whatever habit you're trying to do, it's it's never a perfect trend line. You're not going to make 100% progress every single day. You're not even going to get 1% better every single day. There's going to be steps forward and then there's going to be steps backwards. And what you can't do is allow those, you know, that step backwards to turn into two and three because you're pissed off that you took one step backwards. You know, that that doesn't mean that you've erased all the progress that you have. 
It just means get back on track the next day, whatever that looks like, whatever year it is that you're trying to work towards. And this doesn't even have to be health and fitness, but obviously, you know, part of Thrive Nice Fitness is talking about those specific things, but you can apply the same thought to literally anything else you want to do. This could just be, you know, become a, a, a less reactive person in life. You know, if you get angry really easy, that could be something that you're striving to become a less angry person. And and you're going to have slip ups trying to get to that point. Um, but you have to be mindful along the way. Otherwise it's not going to change. I think you and I talk about this a lot um, with where I'm at in my coaching personal trainer journey as well, too. Um, that you're obviously eight years ahead of me. Um, so we talk about it often as far as like me being patient with, getting to like your knowledge and not expecting yeah. to know everything and like changing my expectations yeah. um, instead of being so hard on myself. Like, Oh my gosh, why do I not know that? Instead of like, okay, I'm learning. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's another good one. Another, another good thought into the same thing as well. Um, um, I, I, I have somebody that's fairly close to me that was struggling uh, a while back. She, she did amazing part of TLF. Um, for, you know, the first year or so after probably decades of, of, you know, the cyclical dieting of fad diets of crash diets, and then to gain all that weight back, you know, losing weight, getting it back, all that stuff. And, you know, she killed it. She lost a lot of weight. Um, and then she fell off, you know, for the past couple months leading into this new year, she didn't gain all the weight back by any means. Um, uh, but she was, you know, beating herself up about it really, you know, feeling really down about, um, her falling off, but, you know, what my, what my response to that though, was that what used to be the situation was when you fell off, you fell off for months or years, you know, it could have been five years before you really try to get your nutrition back in check. And this time it took you two months to get things, you know, get, get a handle back on things. So yeah, it sucks. You fell off a little bit and that doesn't feel good. But when we zoom out and really look at the bigger picture is if your slip ups are becoming, you know, fewer and further between and less intensive, less damaging things of that nature, then you're making progress and you should feel good about that. Um, and if you've been off, then again, just, just get back on track with it. But, um, you know, so I think that's another good example of exactly what we're talking about. Um, but what this always boils back to and, and, um, you know, Renee knows exactly what I'm about to say, but you have to talk about how you're doing, where you're at, where you want to go, and what are the actual steps to get there? Otherwise, you're never going to get there if you're not reflecting on where you're at and what your next steps are. Um, so that's why those check-ins are crucial. You know, if you have a journal, that that's crucial. You know, that type of stuff. You have to take account of, of where you're at and where you're going um, in order to to become whoever it is that you're trying to be. Um, but yeah, and nothing really happens overnight for anyone either. Like I think it's so easy, especially on social media to compare yourself to other people, um, or just in the gym or other places or really anywhere in life and think like, why am I not there yet? But like, they didn't just get there overnight either. Um, everyone has gone through like different peaks and valleys to get to where they are. And so if you're working on building that person, um, that's why I love the word like building because it symbolizes like little stepping stones and as opposed to just transforming like overnight you're yep. building that person yep. well and, and something to to bounce off that as well is i think you know and you mentioned expectations earlier as well um but one of the one of those things when it comes to expectations and some people you know when they first join thriving lives they um 
they expect people to wipe away decades of mistreating their body, whether it was intentional or unintentional. Um, you know, whether they didn't have the knowledge, they did have a knowledge, whatever. Um, they expect that they can just wipe away decades of, of mistreating their body essentially um, or underutilizing it or whatever, you know, word you want to put there um, to think that you're going to wipe that out within a few weeks or a few months, or it's going to happen really fast. And, and that's where does it, that work for some people? Yeah. I mean, some people's bodies respond just amazingly right off the bat. Um, but most do not, you're not going to erase years and years and years of neglecting yourself just because you've been working really hard for a couple of months and more times than not, you're, you, you're working hard for those couple of months, but you're not really executing at a super high level yet because this is all new shit to you. So for you, you're executing at a very high level based off the last you know year or 10 years or 20 years. But in terms of getting where you want to get to, number one, you, there's a higher level execution that you could probably do. But number two, more than more importantly than anything else, it's it's time doing it. It's time spent doing it. It's your consistency. And it's not being consistent for just a month, but it's being consistent for a year and two years and three years. And again, consistency does not mean being perfect. It doesn't mean you can't have cheat meals. It doesn't mean you can't enjoy Christmas and Thanksgiving on all the other holidays and your birthday, but you're being consistent throughout the year. Um, and kind of like accepting where you are too. Um, so if you're yeah. always hard on yourself, you're not going to feel like you're succeeding. But if you accept, yes. like, okay, yeah, like this is a learning process. I am learning. Right. I am growing. I'm building this person. I'm becoming someone that I haven't been before. Um, and if you accept that instead of shame yourself for it, um, it makes a big difference. Definitely. So I think really the basis of everything we're talking about is just checking every week and, <laughs> yeah. we'll, and we'll, we'll get there. Um, but anyway, though, I think we can hammer that home about 10, 10 different other ways, but let's, uh, let's stop that unless anybody wants to chat further on that. But um, anybody here on the call tonight have any struggles, any questions, anything you guys need before we um, start a recording here? Um, Aubrey on the call. Um, she is is a, is a nurse, um, and it was a very busy, hectic day. Things were a little bit off. Um, she's relatively new to TLF, but one thing she did point out as a win that's different than maybe what it would have been otherwise is she carried her water around all day long, so she was able to stay plenty hydrated, even if nutrition was off a little bit and things of that nature. You know that was kind of the nature of her job, and she had no control over that today. But the one thing she could control. And that's what I would have asked her on check-in day. Did you at least, you know, control your water intake? Because that was something you probably could have still controlled no matter how bad that day was. And she did control that. So in that situation, if that was the only thing she could do that day, she got that one thing done. Uh, but aside from that, though, anybody else with struggles, questions, anything you guys need from us at the moment? You can toss it in the chat or un unmute yourself and let it rip. Uh, what's up, Marcus? I got something for you. Give it to me. Uh, first of all, that, that hot sauce, Lola, is it good? You know, it's, it's not my favorite. Um, I got yeah. it because it was named after my daughter. Um, uh, but I've uh, never heard of that. I, didn't know I, have, I haven't either. I haven't either, but you know, um, I always find this, the small little hot sauce bottles are never that good. Um, uh, but honestly, it's decent though. It's, it's good. It's good enough that it'll mix up a meal for you. Okay. Uh, yeah. So something I wanted to ask about is, um, so like over the last like year, like year half, just like been crazy busy. And I've ran into a lot of weekends where like I just have like unexpected things come up that take up almost a whole day and I don't get to meal prep like I planned on doing. Like Saturday, Sunday, yeah. I didn't get to meal prep. And then Monday comes around and I don't have meal prep. Yeah. And 
it, it, there was times where I tried to just, you know, knock it all out after work, after the gym. But then that just really stressed me out or I'm like yeah. up hella late. And then um, and then so and then there was like other weekends where I just like just didn't do it and then just went, you know, bought maybe maybe some fast food or or I'd like go to like a meal prep place. But then a lot of times those meals aren't enough for me. So I'm I'm just curious, like, how do you guys approach that? Do you like kind of condense like what you prep in that kind of situation or? Yeah. So so first you know, with, with the weeks or the weekends that you had unexpected things, things that were totally out of your control. Um, and that threw off your meal prep and things of that nature. What I, what I personally would do in this situation is Monday, I'm not going to the gym after work. I'm, I'm committing to, if I need to go to the grocery store, maybe I don't have time to go to the grocery store and meal prep. So Monday might be an off day nutrition wise. I always have, I always am stocked up on certain go-to things. Like I'm always going to have egg whites in the house. I'm always going to have protein shakes in the house. So some of this comes back to that pre 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 pep when it comes to grocery shopping, making sure you have go-to foods on, on hand. So that way, you know, if you can still conquer two or three decent meals in that given day, then if you need to go Chipotle or somewhere else outside of it, is that per your plan? No, but like you still got to eat. Um, but if you have all those other things already on hand, then you're still in somewhat control. But then, like I said before, you know, cutting out, like eliminating things from your schedule that Monday night, you know, unless it's something you have to do, you know, the gym, this is where we put nutrition above the gym. The only way we can have that nutrition above the gym is by eliminating the gym that day. So you can get that meal prep in and then sh shuffling your workouts around that week. And if you don't get all your workouts in, you don't get all your workouts in, but I'd rather your nutrition be back on track starting Tuesday, the rest of the week than your entire week being thrown off nutrition wise because you you didn't make that time to go meal prep. But there's been times where I've gotten up early on a Monday morning to meal prep um, or a Tuesday or Wednesday. Like it doesn't have to be those exact nights, but this, again, one of the other tips too, though, is this is the reason why I prep my, my protein in bulk. It doesn't work for everybody. Not everybody can, not everybody has that big of a pressure cooker to, to use. I have the biggest one that I could find essentially. Um, but that's why I always have my freezer stocked with, with cooked proteins so that all I got to do is thaw it out and I'm good to go. Um, so those the are the other thing too would be, I used to do like grocery shopping and meal prepping on Sunday. Um, but now I try to grocery shop either Friday or Saturday. Um, and then yes, that yes. way you have Sunday to meal prep the other thing would be like waking up and meal prepping and like on sunday morning before your plans start yeah. um just kind of like when you wake up and go to the gym to get out of the way so nothing can derail you kind of waking up and meal prepping to get it out of the way to do agreed, agreed. and I, I would do i would do the same thing like you mentioned kind of splitting up grocery shopping meal prepping i haven't done that in like a decade only because it is more stressful it's a long day and especially if your day to meal prep is sunday or saturday trying to go to the grocery store on those days. That's the busiest day. That's when most people are going grocery shopping. So I personally liked, you know, when I was teaching, I'd come, I'd go to Sam's club on the way home from work on Thursday or Friday evening. And then Saturday would be my meal prep day or Sunday would be and things like that. Uh, but so all of those things are options, you know, I was going to recommend as well for the average person. I think meal prep service would be good in times of that, uh, of that. Um, but again, that might not be necessarily enough food for you, whatever the case is. So then obviously um, that might not necessarily work for you, Dex, but, um, but also you can always, 
you know, I have a couple of clients that are on that are using uh, my 99 protein and fuel cafe meals. And because those, those meals don't necessarily have enough protein in them. Um, I have them still cook chicken on the side and they just add like two ounces of chicken to each of their, their, their meals. Even if it doesn't really make sense to have chicken with that meal, just so they can have easy added protein right there with that meal. So they're still getting their protein count. So that's what they do. But again, it, it it just comes down. And it also, you might just have a week where you just didn't do great. You can still make decent choices. That doesn't mean you have to go, you know, if you have to go to McDonald's, doesn't mean get the Big Mac, get the grilled chicken sandwich. Like you can still just get some better options. Um, but again, the this other thing, sorry, the other thing too, I would say would be um, like those, uh, there's like microwavable, like rice packs. Mm -hmm. Like I do like seeds of change. Yeah. Um, so those only take like 90 seconds to heat up. And then you can always get to like stop and get like a rotisserie chicken or I'll get like grilled nuggets from Chick-fil-A. Um, so instead of like meal prepping, I just have those like the eight piece chicken nugget or whatever, not yep. chicken nugget, grilled chicken. Yep. Um, and then I just throw the rice in the microwave instead of like having to go and cut up potatoes or things like that. Yep. Um, obviously is that cost efficient? Probably not to go to Chick-fil-A instead of but it gets you through, made, but it gets you through. Um, and it's still a healthy choice. You also brought up rotisserie. I have another client recently that, um, you know, her, her husband's the one that does a lot of the, the meal prepping or meal cooking in terms of proteins and stuff of that nature. But what I recommend her, um, because she didn't like some of the proteins he was making, was like, you know, go to, go to Sam's club or Costco and go get two or three of those rotisserie chickens. Um, if you're, if you're able to, because that's at least Five, four or five servings per chicken. And so you have your lunches and dinners right there and it's already cooked meals. So if you don't have time to meal prep, those rotisserie chickens, I mean, I get them every time I go to Sam's club, if they have one, and that's what I use my chicken for, you know, four meals over the next couple of days or so. So that's another really tuna good option. is another fast one. Yep. 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 Tuna. Don't eat it every day. And tuna, packet of tuna, whatever the case is. Um, those are, yeah. So, so hopefully Dexter, hopefully some of those, those tips will do it. But I still say that some of the things you should do to, cause you can't plan for unexpected events like that. But what you can do is have more go-to things stocked up in your house and your pantry, things like tuna, things like, you know, protein powders, egg whites, um, you know, the extra cooked protein that's just in the freezer ready to go. Um, those are all good ideas. And then if you don't have any of that stuff, then, you know, rotisserie chicken and things like that would definitely be good ideas. Okay, cool. Appreciate that. That helps. Yeah. Uh, just to follow up on the point you mentioned about like uh, meal prep places, um, I haven't been to them very very many times. But like, are you are you able to like get custom meals from them or like one that has enough? I know they're usually short of protein, but yeah, when I went, it was also short of like carbs for me too. So I'm like, can yeah. you get them to <laughs> make meals they got more? So. I can't speak on all of them. I've only personally bought or recommended a handful of different companies and things like that. But what I will say that's always been pretty consistent across the board. Um, I've never like, I know what 50 grams of protein from chicken looks like, or from ground beef looks like things like that. And a lot of these meal prep companies will put, you know, really high protein numbers on this. And I'm like, I know damn well, that's like three ounces of that protein. And that is not equal 40 grams of protein for that meal. So they kind of bump up some of those numbers. And I think they kind of, I don't know necessarily about the carbs and the fat ratio on there as well. But one thing you, um, one thing you could do as well with that um, is I know Fuel Cafe. Um, I don't know about the rest of them. You can order 
cook things in bulk. So you can order like a pound of cooked chicken, a pound of ground beef, you know, rice, cooked veggies and stuff like that. And then you can make your own meals with that. That's another option. With any of those meal prep services, the other con to those though is you're, you're paying a higher price for it. You know, instead of paying two or $3 per pound of chicken at the grocery store, you're paying, you know, eight to nine pounds for a pound of cooked chicken. So it might be worth it time-wise, um, but there's also that that cost associated with it as well. But so to answer your question, I don't know if there's any companies that will specifically- It doesn't work. Those. Uh, yeah, it should. That's it. Um, to answer your question, Dex? Yeah, yeah, that does. Cool. I've ordered bulk before, but I was just wondering about that. So thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the bulk is the only way that I know that I think it could work. Um, we have a couple of messages here on the on the sidebar. Um, biggest struggle this week was getting a stomach virus from my toddler and eating more carbs. Brat diet, and I'm back. Um, I'm getting used to bouncing back normal. And yeah, that's one of those things where it's something out of our control, like totally out of our control. Um, you know, I have another client that um, um, she got COVID, um, you know, immediately when getting started. And that's just one of those, you know, shitty timing, but it, you know, it is what it is. And so don't be too hard on yourself with that. It's just a matter of getting back on track. Usually what I always recommend when somebody gets sick, whether it's COVID or it's a stomach virus or something like that is, you know, get what water in you can, you know, stay hydrated as best you can rest up. Don't try to push yourself in any way, which most people aren't, if they're feeling sick like that anyway. Um, and then get in what you can stomach, um, depending on what your, your actual issue is. One of the easiest things that usually, um, is again, easy to do, doesn't require you having to cook a lot and things like that is making like smoothies. And that usually, you know, it's refreshing, it's hydrating, you're getting micronutrients in, um, you know, vitamins and minerals to hopefully help you recover a little bit faster as well. So doing like a fruit smoothie with added protein or whatever, whatever the case is to it, uh, maybe even some chia seeds to it so you can get your fiber in. So you could still get a couple meals like that. Um, I know I had one person that kind of said the same thing. I forgot who it was that you know, I can't really stomach actual food right now. Is it okay? Even if it's just for a couple of days to lean on protein shakes a little bit more. And yes, of course, you know, you, you want to get fed, you still want to feed yourself so you can recover. Um, and what I recommend, you know, three protein shakes a day, most likely not, but in this situation, that's all you can get down. That's all you can get down. So just make the most of it and then get back on track as, as fast as you can. Uh, anything added to that Renee? Getting sick. Mm -hmm. and no, I mean, I just would say when you're sick, don't lean on your shitty comfort food. Yeah. yeah That's only yeah. going to make you worse. Yeah. So like, I get it when you're sick, like all you want is comfort, but try to eat something that is at least going to fuel your body instead of hurt it more. Yeah. You don't want to kick yourself when you're already down. Yeah. So just think about um, trying to pick the healthy option when you are sick. I would say that's the most important. Obviously it's always important to be healthy, but yeah. I would say that's probably like the most important time to actually yep. fuel your body with nutrients. Yep. And, but if you happen to get caught up in, in the, in the mix of it all, and you do happen to make bad choices, which will happen to some people from time to time, again, it's just about getting back on track as fast as you can. Um, which usually starts with getting your grocery shop done once you're able to go to the grocery store and get meal prepped again. Um, any ideas of snacks that are good on macros but are also easy to eat on the go and trying to take quick, easy, on-the-go things for lunch um, since you might not necessarily have a designated lunchtime at work. Um, so snacks that, that you could take with it. Um, I've got some some clients that introduced me to Chomp uh, like uh, – 
beef jerky bars um, or sticks, whatever they're called. Um, they're called chopsticks though. Um, so, so that's, that would be something with it. You know, really any sort of those beef jerky things are, are good enough things. Um, try to get like the lower sugar ones, you know, outside of that, um, depending on what your job is and what you can have access to um, any of those pre-made protein shake one. So maybe instead of having, you know, one with like a shaker bottle with powder already in it, then you got to add water to it. You know, things like premier protein and stuff like that, just have on hand. I don't even think you have to have those things refrigerated. So, you know, if you have a desk or an office or a backpack or whatever, just kind of having those things with you for that. Um, you know, I, I'm a huge fan of rice cakes for, for my other snacks with it, but that's, you know, that's assuming you have time to sit down and eat a couple of rice cakes though. Um, Renee, any ideas for, other snacks off the top of my yeah. head. So I messaged back, but just so everyone can hear it, oh, okay. I said 88 acres, which um, I get one. It's like dark chocolate, sea, like sea salt and pumpkin seeds, I want to say. Um, it's good, clean ingredients and then protein fiber. And then Mezcla bars. I do like the Mexican hot chocolate one. Um, it's like pea protein. And then again, it has fiber in it. Um and then go macro bars. Those are a little higher calorie, but again, good fat, fiber, protein, carbs. Um, there's one other one that I I like, and I don't remember the exact. I really like the the Bear Bell protein bars. Those are probably my what? Uh, Bear Bell protein bars. I think that's how you pronounce it. it. They're pretty tasty. They're they're the the least proteiny bars out of the protein bars if that makes sense. Cause usually protein bars are just crazy chewy. Those are pretty good. Uh, yeah. Um, I also will eat Catalina crunch dry cereal. Um, it's very expensive. Eat Catalina crunch, but it's really good. I don't like um, it. I like but it. I'm happy you do. The dark chocolate one is good. Um, Higher protein. I know. And low, lower carb fiber in there as well. I know yeah, it, it's, high it's, protein, about, it's crunchy. It's crunchy. Crunchy as gravel, but um, yeah, if you like it, you like it. It is not gravel. <laughs> Let me look at. There's this name of this other bar that. Oh, it's well, it's called a true bar. Yeah, I've seen those as well. Um, it looks. I don't know if you can see. Yeah, yeah I've seen those. Um, those have a lot of fiber in them, and protein. So anything I choose is going to have high protein, high fiber when it comes to like snacks and bars. Um personally there's also yeah legendary is a is a protein brand um and they make like protein pop tarts protein um mm -hmm. uh protein uh, what, what am i saying here uh cinnamon rolls donuts uh, yeah donuts those are all honestly i mean in terms of like a high protein snack like that if you're trying to go high protein like that um, those are, those are delicious. Um, I, I like those a lot. Again, that those are, these are all things that you not, I don't think should necessarily be part of a daily balanced nutrition, but I think those are good things to have on hand. Um, I, I mean, just like wander the protein aisle, yeah. the protein bar aisle. Uh, I used to wander at Ivy and I do it at Whole Foods, but I'll just go in and read all the, like the nutrition labels on all of them and see which one's best. And then yeah. I am a sucker for like the pretty packaging. So I read those first and then look at it and see if I like it, but protein yeah. bars, I usually hate. So the ones I mentioned, I actually really like, yeah. um, but you know, but these things as well, I think, I think everybody should have some of these go, you know, find your go-tos and ha always have them on hand uh, because they are good grab and go things. 
hey, you, you ran out of time for breakfast or you ran out of time and you got to get to an appointment or something like that. Take that with you, because otherwise now you're out and about. You don't have you're not prepared with anything to eat. And then you're going to make that that poor decision because you're lack on time. You're in a rush and you're going to stop and grab, you know, a couple Chick-fil-A sandwiches or whatever, which I'm not hate on Chick-fil-A. I love Chick-fil-A sandwiches. But if that wasn't what you were planning on doing, then you know, having something else like that, that you could, you could go with. Plus it's, it's already bought at that point, And then you're not spending more money eating out. Um, also like nice. at night as well, I like having an option. Like I like a, a Lenny and Larry's cookie. I like the legendary pop tarts or whatever the case is so that, you know, if I'm a little bit short of my macros that day, or maybe I just don't have the appetite to go eat my full dinner at that point, I could still get in some calories. I could still go get in some protein. Um, you know, those are also good things to, you know, sneak into a movie instead of, smashing a, a giant thing of popcorn, having some of those other options. Um, and yes, I said sneak into a movie. If you're not sneaking snacks into movies, then you're doing that shit wrong. Um, I'm part of the reason why that they, they're going out of business, but I, I bring in full ass Chipotle meals to, to movies. Um, but yeah. Um, anything else on that? And I, I swear to God, we will have Chipotle or longboards. Um, I've never brought in a full Italian meal to a movie, but we bring in some crazy shit though. Um, definitely Chick-fil-A, any of that stuff, especially wintertime. You can wear some big ass coats. I come prepared to a movie. I was about to ask where you put it, Marcus. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Big ass coat, big purses. You would, you would think they would check that stuff, but I think they're just, they're, they're happy that you're, they're buying for a movie. Um, but um, um, Kaylee also, also do like um, chicken. Like I remember, like a year ago, I went to a Chiefs game, and instead of everyone having like their tailgate food, I had chicken. Oh um, yeah, like, yeah. Like pre, I think it was a like just pre-made little like cold chicken strips. Oh, that's not cool. not breaded, but yeah. um, I mean, not that most people are going to skip out on tailgate food unless you have a million allergies like me. But but that, that's an option to have cold chicken. Well, and it's whether you're coming there and you're not you're setting yourself up for for failure to make a bad choice or just have to starve yourself at a Chiefs game. Um, I don't know how we got caught on tailgate foods, but that's definitely a good a <laughs> good option as well. But I mean, since you brought it up, though, I think that's something we can also kind of chat about for a second as well. Is is um, you know if you're going to a tailgate, obviously if you're going this Saturday, you're probably not going to be doing much tailgating because it's going to be negative seven or whatever it's going to be. But just in general, if you're doing tailgate stuff and if you know somebody's grilling out, you might bring your own protein and just say, hey, can you toss on this chicken breast or something else if you don't want to indulge. If I'm going tailgating, it's probably I'm planning on to be my cheat meal for the week. So I'm going to enjoy myself and not be too hypercritical of it. But if you're somebody who tailgates all the time, I have one client that goes to like Mizzou games on Saturday to tailgate and then goes to Chiefs games the next day. Well, there's two giant cheat meals. So let's be intentional about which one are you going to enjoy to, to its you know full ex extent and then which one are you going to be a little more conservative with. Um, so just planning ahead with all that stuff. Um, have you thought about using HelloFresh? Uh, they deliver everything to you, for you. You can pick your meals, pick your amount of portions and proteins and stuff like that. Um, I don't know if that was trying to answer Dexter and his question about having food on hand or just asking us if we've ever tried it. We have tried HelloFresh. I think it's a good way to practice and learn cooking. You get some more variety into your life as well with it. I know that they also allow you to kind of say that, you know, no dairy, no pork, like no certain, like if you have food allergies, you can specify that as well to make sure you get the right foods. I will say, you know, they're not always the most protein centric. They, they yeah. usually will use, um, 
you know, obviously I could ask for no dairy, but they lean on some of those recipes that they're not really worried about the macros. They're just worried about helping you create a balanced, healthy meal. I think in the, in the scheme of healthy, I think HelloFresh is actually pretty solid in the, in the scheme of trying to be a little bit more, you know, focused when it comes to like body composition and things of that nature. I think it can be a little bit harder. I've got some clients on plans where they use HelloFresh every single day of the week for their dinners, but then we control the rest of their meals, knowing that those meals are probably going to be a little bit higher on the fat side. Some of those are going to be a little bit higher on the, on the carb side. We have made those changes in their breakfast and lunch and snacks and things like that. So that they have more wiggle room in their carbs and fats for that meal at nighttime. But yeah, I think HelloFresh is a, is a great idea. If you do it, if you want to try it out, I mean, they always have good specials going on as well. So if you want to take advantage of it, take advantage of it. Uh, I think the biggest drawback to those is you still have to do the cooking. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so which, which, which is great. Um, I mean, you're not really going to meal prep your HelloFresh things, but um, I mean, if you have time to do it, then definitely go for it. But if you're, if you're not always in a situation where you can actually sit there and cook the food, that's the biggest limiting factor to it is if you can't cook it because you don't have time to, or whatever the case would be. But yeah, I think that's good. I put tuna on my rice cakes too, since we were talking about rice cakes. Yep. Um, nope. But not chocolate rice cakes. That'd be weird. <laughs> no. Chocolate rice cakes, the only rice cakes I, I eat. They don't have them. I'm just not eating rice cakes at the grocery store then. Um, yeah. I think, I mean, we covered all that. Anybody else have any questions, thoughts, concerns, struggles? Kayla, what's up? So I actually had a friend that told me this thing that she's doing and I thought it was pretty cool. She's making a bingo sheet. And so you can set the amount of time. I think she's going to do hers for like a year. So essentially it's 25 squares. You get a free space and then you put things in each square. So like I'm thinking about doing one. So I think I would put like a 5k on one of the squares, go on a hike in one of the squares um, get a PR and something, yeah. you know, so what I thought you that was kind of cool. Um, I think that's kind of up to you. So I think like maybe if you get a diagonal, go to the movies, if you oh, get a cool. horizontal, go skating or bowling. And then if you get like blackout, do something you really want. Like I want to, I've been thinking about getting a paddleboard and those are like 120 bucks. Yeah. So maybe if I hit my blackout. Board. Yeah. I like that. That's a good idea. I, I think, I think anytime you can, what's it called? Gamifying, 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 you can gamify weight loss. And I know there's, there's actual apps out there. Like you, I know that, that some of them have like uh, um, apps where you can like actually win money for losing weight. Somebody, somebody mentioned it a while back. I think it was like a year or two ago. It might be called lose it or something. I thought about actually looking into that for, for some clients, but um maybe not lose it anyway though. But yeah, you can gamify that stuff. So I think having like your own little, you know, fun version of bingo or something like that, I think that's a great idea. Um, any, any way you can make this stuff even more fun because I mean, let's face it, when we're all getting started, you know, getting results is fun. You might enjoy working out, but there's at least one facet of, of, of living a healthy balanced lifestyle that isn't exactly enjoyable, uh, at, least not at, the, at least not at the very beginning. You kind of got to push through it. I mean, that ju it just comes down to that. You, there's some shit you just got to push through if you want to become that person, um, as we talked about at the very beginning of this call. Um, but when you can make things a little bit more fun, when you can include your friends and family into what you're doing, when you can you know, have those kind of self-accountability goals that, that, that make it a little bit more fun and interesting, I think that's great. So any way you can do that, go for it. Um, and Kaylee, if, if you end up doing that, if you end up creating that, um, that bingo sheet for yourself, 
definitely post it in one of the groups. Um, there might be one, if not a lot of people that would, you know, do it with you make their own things. I just think that sharing any of these ideas, you know, what works for me might not work for everybody else and what works for you might not work for everybody else. So I think just sharing these ideas is always good. I've also loved everybody sh um, sharing and posting a lot more, um, just collaborating in the, in the groups. That's been awesome to see. Um, I think it's been happening a lot more the past, I don't know, month or so. So um, I would credit it to Renee joining TLF. So good job, Renee, and all you're doing. But yeah, everybody else, keep that up though. I'm loving all the posting interactions. I mean, I, somebody asked today about about yoga. I sent them some links and then everybody else just filed in with a lot more things. So I think that's awesome seeing that teamwork, which is the community that we want to build even more of. Um, we're all going to do better. We're all going to do better when we're doing things together. So I think that's great. Anybody else have anything else before we hop off for the night? Thanks for all being here. All righty, friends. Well, happy Wednesday night. Happy check-in day tomorrow. Um, yeah, have an awesome weekend. Go Chiefs. Um, if you go to the game, do whatever you can to stay warm. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys on check-in day and see you guys next week. All right. Thank you. See y'all.